Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. <sighs> Hello. Hi, how's breakfast? I don't know. I won't be able to eat it until we're done. <laughs> Sorry, man. I just pulled them out of the oven and put icing on them. And yeah. uh, like I'll Betty. eat them. You're like Betty Crocker. This okay. Yeah. Well, what about the rest of your family? Uh, my wife is FaceTiming with my mother-in-law right now. Okay. Yes. I don't know what else to say. Okay. <laughs> I just meant, like, is she going to steal all your breakfast and you get back down there and they're going to be gone anyway? Yeah, probably. Nice. God, love is so nice. It is. Yeah, it's selfless. <laughs> sure. All right. Do you think you're ready? Yeah, I've been. I was sleeping in a chair with Grayson since 5 a.m. my time. Nice. And uh, I set my alarm for 8, thinking we were doing the show at 8.30 Eastern Standard. Oh. As soon as I woke up, I was like, God damn it. Because I knew full well it was Central. For some reason, before I went to bed, maybe it was the entire bottle of wine I drank. I set my alarm for 8 <laughs> instead of 9. So Do you... I'm a little tired, a little hungover, <laughs> drinking some coffee. We're gonna get through this. All right. Did you mean? Did you? So do you still need to be done by nine thirty? Like it is nine thirty your time. No. Yeah. No. 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 Ten thirty my time. Like uh, every. Like our texts were spot on. It okay. was just when I was drunk and going to bed, I set my alarm for Central and not Eastern. Well, it makes you feel better. I. Uh, I drank a lot last night too. And we decided to play. We decided to, we bought a new. Uh, we bought a new game. Uh, we have this really cool board game store in Duluth, and we bought a new oh, game. Cool. And but it was a game. It's like an. It's like you like those things you go to like an escape room, and you got to figure things out. Well, it's like yeah. a home version of that. So you only. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you buy them, and you only play once, and um, because you have to do you have to you know destroy things and rip things up and, and whatever all the stuff you get in this game box. And it was fun, but it was just Dana and I. And a lot of times, it, it, you can play up to like fourteen with fourteen people because escape room. You should have more than two slightly drunk minds at the end of a long work week trying to do this. <laughs> and it was really cool. We had to escape. We got caught. At, we were in. A, we were, got uh, locked in a in a pyramid in Egypt, and we had to escape. And uh, it was cool, but it took us uh, about an hour and a half longer than it should have. <laughs> so we were. We're tired, but really cool. Their their games are called um, Exit, and then they have different ones. There's another one called An Abandoned Cabin, and I want to try that one okay. next. I might we we might actually go buy that today, just because they're they're like fifteen bucks. But it's like that's not that's not you know for fifteen bucks for a fun night like that, that's that's worth it. I think. But oh for sure yeah yeah. All right, should we start? Should we start the show? I think we've been already starting the show, haven't we? Okay. <laughs> 
so last night I had this wine. Um, I've been drinking a lot of it, but I found one that I like the most. It's uh, have you seen Nineteen Crimes? Have you seen that brand of wine? I have not. Now, I don't know how much wine you actually buy and or drink, but it's this brand called Nineteen Crimes. It's an Australian wine, and uh, on the label are like old style pictures of uh, criminals. Okay, and they're people who were deported from England to Australia. Sure. Um, because there were 19 crimes you could be apparently deported for or exiled or however you want to call it. So the cool thing though, is that if you download their app, you can hold your phone to the label and the guy animates and starts telling you his story. No way. It's, it's so cool, dude. It's amazing. Well, no wonder you drank the whole bottle. Why would you want to stop doing yeah, that? No. I just yeah. kept talking to him. Right. Well, you know, and I know Jim, it's been rough and there's not a lot of, you don't have a lot of friends in Cleveland, but you can always call me. <laughs> next time next time i'll call you all right i'm still gonna drink the bottle though (laughs) well this this is tom and jim's top five i am uh i am tom and uh and uh that other um tired weathered voice Mm -hmm. haggard um um, hungry voice that Uh, too that is jim cinnabon's doubt How you doing? Better now. Good. If we do sound a little um tired, we literally both just got up. We were recording this early. <laughs> we're still recording it live though, Jim, because I don't know how you record something that's not when you're not live doing it. And I don't I don't know. Um we had to go early because I work today. Yes. For uh, this thing I have to do on a, on Sundays periodically. And then the big game, the Vikings versus the Eagles, and Tom is a huge Vikings fan, yeah. and my wife is from Philadelphia, yeah. so we're both we both have stakes in this game. Right. My household happiness relies on this game. Right. Um, I get when I get home, I'm gonna make traditional Philly cheese steaks. Pretty oh, excited about it. Nice, nice. I'm quite the chef, Tom. I, I don't know if you knew that. I I I'm starting to gather that. I mean, I mean, you're, hey, your middle name is Cinnabons, all right. That's right. Yep. Um, is when your was your wife gonna throw those said cheesesteaks at you if she's not happy? Well, I'm kind of nervous about it because I'm I'm making like uh, some appetizers when I first get home, and I'm not gonna cook the cheesesteaks until close to halftime, and it depends on how that game's going. All right. Well, when you're when most people are listening to this, the game will have already have happened, so you this doesn't really mean anything, I guess, what we're talking about. But Good uh, let's do a show. Yeah, let's just do the show. All right, Jim, we are going to talk about uh, Super Bowl commercials, though, as you mentioned, the big game, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say Super Bowl. I'm, I'm gonna say NFL can come after me. I'm gonna keep saying Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Um, but before we get to that, we got a couple comments and stuff from last week. Let's get to that first. Um, our our um. Our main girl Leanne, we 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 gave her a shout out from Hawaii last week because we you know yeah. we were worried about everyone in the great state of Hawaii about the craziness that happened with the the tech you know the text that came out about bombs or mus- missiles coming. So anyway, she wrote in. She goes, "Hey guys, thank you so much for the shout out and your concern. Yes, it was definitely crazy getting an alert like that. My first thought was, oh my god, what did that idiot do now?" <laughs> I like that one. Uh, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear any civil defense sirens going off, but uh, so I didn't feel too panicked. But And there was no news to be found, just lots of Twitter peeps from Hawaii saying they got the same alert. 
and what the heck was going on. 15 minutes in, though, our state rep did tweet that it was a false alarm, so it was a relief, a relief and I'm glad that I was home safe in, uh, or home in time uh, and safely indoors. Um, loved your show. Looking forward to the next one. And then she wrote back, says, I just listened to your next one, stand-up specials. It was awesome. I love stand-up. Extremely hard to pick a top five. Uh, but when it came, what I came up with was uh, Ali Wong, Baby Cobra, Mike Birbiglia. Yes, very funny. Mike Birbiglia, my girlfriend's boyfriend. He's funny. That one is good. I forgot about that one. Um, Jim Jeffries, Bear, which was yeah. a great one. Um, and then Dave Chappelle, Killing Them Softly, was her number two. Nice. Same, same as yours, big guy. Nice. And Dimitri Martin, uh, Person, which oh. is good. Dimitri Martin is funny. I forgot about him. We totally left him off, but he is very funny. Yeah. Um, other comedians I love are Jim Gaffigan, Russell Peters, and Brian Regan, just to name a few. Um, I have not watched or listened to either of your number ones, so I definitely will try to find them online. As always, have you guys are awesome. Have a great weekend. And then when she says, when it comes to uh, Super Bowl commercials, they are always awesome, but any one of the Doritos ones come to mind. So we'll see if we talk about some Dorito ones. Um, good, good, Leanne, awesome. We're glad you wrote in. We're glad that you're okay. Everything was great over there. And you're seriously one of our best fans. And uh, good calling Jim Gaffigan, too, man. She's mentioned it. A lot of people have been writing in. <laughs> we forgot about Jim Gaffigan. I, I do like him. I just forgot to mention his name. So Yeah, me yeah. too. Caliente Pocket. <laughs> uh, all right, another one uh, from Lindsay. Uh, loved your show as always. Some of my favorite comedians are Tim Hawkins and, of course, Mitch Hedberg. Love the episode so much, guys. Thanks. Um, my husband and I were talking about comedy stand-up, and he looked at me and goes, quote, if only there was a, some sort of a freestyle comedy. <laughs> and he goes, and I'm like, you mean improv? Uh, if we laughed about 10 minutes, it was a good it was a good time. <laughs> you know what? I, hey, I, Lindsay, I understand. And coming from a stupid husband as, as I am, um, yeah, we're not smart. So you know what? Poor guy, just he was just trying to just join in the conversation, and you uh, you schooled him. You just she owned him there. That was I like that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, and then like a couple bunch of other people wrote in too, but a lot of them were like um, Jim Gaffigan, Jim Gaffigan question mark. I'm like, my people love him in this country. So anyway, that's all we got for comments, Jim. Any, anything uh, else you want to talk about before we get into our show? No, thank you. No, no, thank you. All right. Well, let's do it. Our top five Super Bowl commercials of all time. Um, all time. All, all time. All time. All time. Um, oh, I had one little point there. Do you know how much commercial costs this year? 30-second ad in the Super Bowl this year. No, I do not. Over $5 million just to, for the ad spot. Chum change. Why didn't we do one? I don't know. Compared to Super Bowl one, thirty-seven thousand. <laughs> dollars which was a lot of money back in 19 was it 60 whatever 52 years ago but uh we've we've been fortunate enough to sell a few t-shirts tom why didn't we buy a super bowl ad i feel like we were frivolous with our money uh yeah well you're you're right we were frivolous for money we were we were paying bills you know who who why pay those um but uh (laughs) never like paying bills anyway no, that's just not going to do it anymore. All right, man. Well, let's get into it. I started last week. So what's your number five Super Bowl commercial, Jim? Um, I went with uh, Super Bowl twenty three in 1989, and it is a Budweiser commercial no way. called Bud Bowl. <laughs> this is my number five. 
<laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, uh, I loved these when I was a kid. I was only like seven when these came out, and the controversy was that you know it's an animated bottle, so it kind of plays towards kids, which is true because I love these commercials. Right. And these were uh, so it's it's basically Budweiser and Bud Light in an animated football game. Right. The beer bottles. And then the cans are the fans in the crowd. And it was a series of commercials throughout the entire Super Bowl. And they would cut in and cut back to the game. Um, Bob Costas and Paul McGuire were the uh, commentators for it. And um, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But Budweiser wins 27-24 with a field goal. Bounces off the crossbar. Wins the game. Oh, it's um, dramatic. They were. It went up to Bud Bowl Eight, which ended in 1997. Yeah. And just like Budweiser, Budweiser does, it took a good idea and then just ran it into the ground, right. which will come up probably later in the show. Right. What the the things that I found most interesting in this is that there were alternate endings. Did you read about the alternate endings? I, for this? I did, and I I wrote that down too. It's awesome. And I didn't. One of them. So one of them was that. Um, uh, somebody opens a fridge and grabs one of the beers and it ends 24-24. And that's hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. But the one that I didn't even I didn't even know what this was. I had to search oh, what this game was. Sure. The alternate ending of the first Bud Bowl was a cutaway to the movie Heidi. Uh-huh. And it was a reference to a Heidi game. And I had no idea. I had never heard of this. I had to look it up. Right. And it was a game in 1968 where the Raiders played the Jets. And on the East Coast... Uh, NBC made the choice to cut away from the game and show the movie Heidi. Right. So they didn't see the Raiders scoring two touchdowns in like the last 60 <laughs> seconds of the game. And I didn't know that ever happened. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, obviously we, neither of us were around in 1967, but like it's been a famous thing and it, it's what's prompted the, uh, that games are allowed to be shown in their entirety now because of that. Because back then they didn't put so much emphasis on these live football games. And they're, they're just like, well, no. I mean, at 3 o'clock is our movie of the weekend. Heidi's starting. we gotta <laughs> we got to show it. <laughs> they didn't realize <laughs> the culture that football has made the American fans and uh, the craziness that would ensue. And so, like, uh, ever since then, you don't, you don't cut away <laughs> from a game no matter what. You just either join it in progress later or you just move move everything back but yeah that's a pretty famous uh pretty famous game the heidi game they have their own wikipedia page that whole thing yeah yep but uh, yeah the alternate ending ones yeah i love i love the, the fact that it was <laughs> the two guys picked up two bottles from the fridge and like oh the game's tied <laughs> like we gotta get to it <laughs> and i love that the kickers were the small bottles which is <laughs> just another <laughs> another mean thing to say to kickers and punters. They're the small bottles. Um, the co- where they earn their money. Yeah, the coach had one. The coach had the little uh, fedora on, like uh, you know, like a like um, oh, like oh, Tom Landry, the old coach of the, the Cowboys, had on. You know, so he was the coach-looking guy, and they all had the little headsets on. It was just hilarious. And they're right. It. I was a kid too, and I, this is my number five for a reason. I was very impactful. I thought it was great. Did it make me want to drink beer? No, you know. But that's it, that's whatever. But like, it was cool, and it did it did gear towards children. So I could see the issue there. Yeah. But uh, it was great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're awesome. It was a bunch of parodies. Uh, um, 
in pop culture with the Simpsons had one uh, called the Duff Bowl they did in, the, in their show. Um, during halftime of Super Bowl 30, Beavis and Butthead had uh, Butt Bowl 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> and, That's right. Yeah, and a couple other ones too, but uh, those are some of the famous ones. Uh, yeah, I love the I love I, I like the Budweiser commercials. Um, uh, I'm not going to say other ones because I, I don't know if more are going to come up in your list or not, but... I'm always a big fan of them, and so it's kind of hard to pick which one I like. But I thought this one was the, this one I could always remember like the most and go back to it. So, yeah. good stuff. And later on, they they added Bud Ice and Bud Dry would make appearances. Remember Bud Dry? Good lord, that's old. I uh, I don't I don't think I ever had Bud Dry. I don't I, think that was something I think my I dad. Ever... Someone would have it in their fridge. Someone's dad had it in their fridge. <laughs> It's an old man one, I think. But ice I had when I was uh, oh, yeah. I was quote unquote legally able to drink it, maybe. And um, yeah, that's when I had that. But anyway, good pick, Jim. I like it. I like. I it. like yours. <laughs> good. You know why? It's the same. <laughs> We're back, and we've got a wild one brewing here at Bud Bowl. Third and long for Budweiser. Shotgun formation. Beachwood back. Split wide. Nineteen. Hot, hot. Play action. He's going deep for Bud. Tipped. Tipped again. Intercepted. What a grab by the rookie. Let's see that again. Watch how the free safety fakes a blitz. Says, oh, no. Turns around. Goes back. They screen out the linebacker. A I perfect mean, read. Come and that's on. the end of a seesaw third quarter with the score Bud Light 21, Budweiser 17. We'll be back. All right. Since we had the gym, this rapid fire. We had the same number fives. <laughs> Hopefully we have the same number fours. We can get on with our day. No. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do you do you want to go again? Yeah, All I right. guess so. All right. Um, my number four is a. Uh, is it the newest? I think it's the most recent commercial on the list. Oh, mine is two. Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, okay. Not the, next one's the It's from 2012. <laughs> okay. And it's Volkswagen. Okay. And it's Vader Kid. This is my number three. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Love this commercial, dude. It's a great commercial. I, I couldn't find a lot of information on it, but the gist of it is it's a, a kid, I don't know, would you say he's probably like eight, something like that, yeah, yeah. wearing a Darth Vader outfit, trying to use the force on everything in the house. And so his dad comes home with this 2012 Volkswagen, and the kid's out front trying to use the force to get the car to start. And his dad hits the remote start, and the car turns on, and the kid flips out. Yeah. And I remember watching this when it happened, and it was, like, the cutest commercial, and it was such a great idea. The kid does a great job nailing it. And yeah. It's great. It's a great idea. It's awesome. It was actually, I think it was actually 2011 when it came out, but you said 20, it doesn't matter, but it was on the 2012. It was the 2012 Passat, That's so I guess it, it yeah. was. But oh, it's awesome when he when he he's just walking around the house and he of course he has no expression on his face because he's dressed as Darth Vader but you can just tell it's still a little kid in, in there. It's hilarious how he's trying to get the dog to move using the force on the dog on his sister's doll on his breakfast like and nothing's working and you could just with his hand motions he's just getting frustrated that the force is not working. <laughs> I love it and then yeah. yeah the dad just just comes home with his car and he decides to. Well, I'll help him out and does a remote start. But the, the the when the kid jumps back and he turns to his parents and he like yeah. just that expression is awesome. It's such a cute commercial and it's hilarious. It's good and it's it, yeah, this is one of the um, one of the better ones of of that were came out later. You know that that were this is not that old of a commercial and um, so cool. I love it. Um, what, what else do you have on? I have a couple more things on it, but I don't have anything. Oh. I couldn't find a lot. Of well, the act, the actor, uh, is the, the little kid is named uh, Max Page, 
and I think he was only like six or seven when he went, or maybe eight when he when they filmed this. But um, <clears throat> cool kid. Um, uh, he uh, actually uh, at the age of three months he was actually had life saving surgery uh, for a heart disorder, and so this kid has had tons of surgeries throughout his life, his short life. But uh, don't you know? Don't fear. The kid is uh, very normal. Plays on his baseball team. And uh, he is uh, healthy to this date and stuff. So it's really cool that he um, that he's kind of overcome with uh, all that stuff. But uh, uh, really, really cool stuff. Really cool commercial. I absolutely love it. Uh, <laughs> just it just anything with Star Wars is gonna like appeal to me right away anyway. Like yeah. so, but <laughs> kid just walking around like he owns the house, man. Like he just like this is my house. I'm gonna do everything. <laughs> It, uh, the dog just doesn't care and stuff. And um, a couple things on the reception of the thing. Um, this has been it was in an era, you know. Now a lot of these commercials get released early, like on YouTube. People see all the commercials before the Super Bowl actually happens. Uh, they debuted this early, and it got eight million views on YouTube before it even aired during the commercial during the hit spot on the in the Super Bowl. And to date, it has. Over, where is it? Where I had it here. 61 million views. But that was actually of two years ago. So it's got to have like 80 million <laughs> by now. You know, <laughs> insane. Absolutely insane. So good stuff. They they had, I remember there was another one that came out later and it was the Cantina Bar from Star Wars and they're watching the commercials and they're like, I like the Darth Vader, or I like the Darth Vader kid. And one guy goes, ah, this, this one with the dog is way better than the Darth Vader kid than the real Darth Vader chokes him. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, good stuff, man. Good, I like that one. All right, anything what else? Is, no. What's uh, what's your four? All right, my number four is um one. Actually, this is my newest one. Uh, the one it's it's a it's from 2014, but it uh, it actually is a Radio Shack ad, and it's called the 80s called. <laughs> now, I don't know if you remember this one, but it's just these two guys sitting working at a Radio Shack store and one guy's on the phone, one of the clerks is on the phone and he hangs up real slowly and looks at the, ca- looks at the other guy and goes, um, we just received a call um, and the 80s called and they want their store back. It like suddenly busts through the door, all these 80s pop icons come flying through, grabbing everything in the store and the song uh, Working for the Weekend by Loverboy is playing in the background. Yeah. It like it uh, pop icons. Some of them that come flying through is Elf, uh, the California Raisins, Chucky, Jason Voorhees, <laughs> Cliff Clavin <laughs> from Cheers, uh, Devo, Hulk Hogan, Kid and Play, uh, Ponch from <laughs> from Chips, Cubert uh, from Nintendo fame, Mary Lou Retton, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, D. Snyder from Twisted Sister, and Teen Wolf. And at the, <laughs> at the very end. As through the store, they clear out the store. You see the DeLorean packed to the brim with stuff flying out of the out of the parking lot. It's just stupid. It's funny. It was they did it because their their new campaign was based. You know, Radio Shack. Well, Radio Shack now is pretty much dead, but Radio Shack at the time was shifting everything to their like their online stuff. They're getting rid of a lot of the stores, and have since now I think as of this last year have filed for bankruptcy and they don't have any. I think they have some stores that. They auctioned off to use the name. That's about it. Left what they have left, but 
uh, it was just cool. It was just cool to see. I mean, you know me, Jim. Anything with 80s music, 80s icons, I'm like, I'm in. I'm ready. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan come flying in there. It was great. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was awesome. I love this. I love that one. So, uh, do you remember that one at all? No, I don't at oh. all remember that. Okay. Well, I think a, I would have. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> uh, we got, I mean, when's the last time you saw Kidden play? I, mean, I couldn't even tell you. Right. Tell you the last time I watched House Party when it was on USA. <laughs> but as I, probably. Right. Uh, Jason Voorhees he's walking there, look like he's gonna kill somebody. Oh, good stuff. All right. Well, before we get to our um, our next couple, Jim, we gotta we gotta talk about our sponsor really quick. Um, K and E Auto. Uh, they are out of Hermantown, Minnesota, and uh, they are um, they're awesome, man. They got some awesome cars up there, new, used. Uh, they take trade-ins, they offer financing, they'll get you the car, maybe, you, you, you know, you want a car, they're going to find you one you can afford, you know, they're going to help you out, which is awesome, they just post, you got to follow them on Facebook, they post a bunch of new cars, or, or the cars they, they got all the time, they just posted a, a 2005 uh, Toyota Tacoma, and it's under, it's $9,700 only, and um, what I like about this is, you know, every car, every truck that comes out now, it's like, it's a family truck, it's got to have four doors, it's got the, you know, like, there's no... Like there's no trucks out there for like someone who doesn't need all that truck, and this <laughs> this one's just like a single cab, five speed manual, you know, so it's good on gas, and um, it's just if you need a truck just to knock around in, throw some you know throw stuff in the back, you don't need to put the kids in, put the family in. This is perfect, and um, yeah, it's got it's it's just fully loaded. It's got a bunch of stuff on it, and uh, it's awesome. But so if you there's a bunch of other cars. I suggest that you follow them on Facebook. Tons of stuff. Uh, you can call Michael up there at 218-390-8234. Or you can uh, you can go find them. Uh, you just go there if you want. If you're in the Hermantown, Minnesota area, 5249 Miller Trunk Highway. And, uh, yeah, so thanks to them. Check them out. Good follow on Facebook. Definitely a good follow. So. And uh, we we have a surprise for Michael. We didn't tell him that since this is our Super Bowl commercial, that ad will cost five million dollars. Yes, five five uh, five point one million. But, I mean, hey, hey, it's we got kids. Uh, we got you know. We're gonna be nice. We'll just round down, even five. Oh well, that's coming out of your share. <laughs> it's a cutthroat world. This advertising business. <laughs> All right, what, where'd we leave off, Jim? That we did uh, my number three. four. Oh, so we're, we're on number three, three which, which my number three was also the Darth Vader kid from the VW. Okay, okay. So what's your number three? <clears throat> Mine is a, a 2013 ad, mm-hmm. and it's, again, Budweiser. Yes. And uh, this one was titled Brotherhood. Ooh. And uh, this is the one. It's a 60-second spot, and it's the one where uh, the guy is raising a Clydesdale <laughs> yeah. from, from Pony up to his the the horse's ambition to be a Budweiser Clydesdale and he it shows him raising him and then he sells him to Budweiser and takes him off and then he sees that there's going to be the Clydesdales in Chicago so he goes to downtown Chicago to watch the parade which you're downtown Chicago but he just like parks very easily and walks up to the front of the parade route and sees the horse you're you're reading too much into it Jim right And uh, the horse goes by him and doesn't notice him, and the guy gets kind of bummed out. And as he's walking back to his truck on a very empty street in downtown Chicago, the horse uh, leaves 
the the Budweiser area and runs and gives him a hug. I mean, not like a hug, hug, but the guy hugs his, his the horse and stuff, and it's very sentimental. It's playing my all-time favorite song, which is "Landslide" by Fleetwood Mac. And if yeah. we ever do a favorite song show, I just ruined my number one because it'll definitely be there. Okay. Uh, but it's a very it's a very good commercial. And it's a great idea, and it's done very well. Um, the Clydesdales. Uh, on a side note, I'm from a very small town in Illinois called Sherrard, and it's about 700 people. And I actually lived outside of that small town. But when I was, uh, I was probably like 13, um, the Clydesdales came to my town. Oh, no way. And they threw, Budweiser threw a parade down the main street of that little town. And the Bud, the Clydesdales were all there and it was really cool. And they did that because, you can hang your hat on this one, that little town of 700 people sold more Budweiser per capita than any other town in the state of Illinois. There's so many jokes there. There are three bars on that main street. There were at the time. I don't know how many are there now. Three bars on that little main street that sold more Bud not a than lot, anyone else. Not a lot of craft brewery brew, beers coming no. out of those bars. No. <laughs> well, good for them. <laughs> you, should, you should be proud of that, Jim. You should be proud mm-hmm. you're from a town like that. This is America. Oh, yeah. This is America. <laughs> good job. I, like, I love... The, anything with the Clydesdales uh, in them. Um, it was very hard to leave them off. I love because I like that one. I like that one. There's another one. You don't have any more on your list, do you, with the Clydesdales? No, okay. no, that's it. There's no. one um, called Puppy Love, I think, and um, it's a little dog who lives at the farm next door and he, he keeps she, she, I think it's a she, the dog's a she and the Clydesdales a he. She keeps ex- escaping and running to go see the Clydesdale because they're in love, and they, uh, and then uh, they, the owners keep separating. We you know, taking them like, oh, here's your dog, escaped again, whatever. And then uh, they're, the the Clydesdale finally breaks out to go see that puppy. It's just really cool, it's funny, it's cute. Um, one of my favorite Clydesdale ones though is when they're playing football. A bunch of Clydesdales and the farmers are just watching. Yeah, <laughs> the ranchers just watch it, and like they do, they kick it, they kick it through, you know, field goal, or an extra point. And the one rancher goes, "Well, that was weird." The other guy goes, "Not really. They usually go for two <laughs> which I, I thought was good. I I like all the classes. I'm I'm with you, man. We, we have um our min, big Minnesota State Fair, yeah, every year. And uh, one of my favorite things is uh, well, one of, everyone loves to go see the different animals, but I love seeing the Clydesdales. If you've yeah. never stood next to an actual Clydesdale, they're a, a crazy animal. Like it's it's insane how big they are. Yes. And you're because like, you think of a normal horse, and that's that. But this is like a horse on steroids. It's it's insane. And uh, I I lo- I like everything with the Clydesdales. Good good pick, Jim. Good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. All right. Anything else on that? No. No. Thank you. We are cruising along. This is gonna be a short one. Everyone's gonna have a nice short week with us. This is good. <laughs> so. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, my number uh, two. Is that what we're on? Uh, no, that I just was... did three. Okay, so what's your number two? So in your three, do we already cover your three? My three was the Varth, Darth Vader kid, the Volkswagen Darth Vader okay. kid. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's right. Okay, so yeah. we're on to my two. Yeah, your number two. All right. Um, it's 1995. Oh, I wish it was. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another beer one. Okay. I did the Budweiser Frogs. Oh, 
nice. This was another one that I was just like, ah, I just had to leave off. Good pick. Okay. Oh, you left it off. I'm I left glad you it left it off. off. Yeah, I left it off. I love I... the Budweiser frogs. All right, let's hear it. So, uh, there are three lifelike puppets yes. named Bud, Wise, and Er. Very clever. Uh, they appeared in Super Bowl Twenty Nine in 1995. And uh, it was directed by a guy named Gore Verbin- Verbinski, who went on to direct the first three Pirates of the Caribbean films. Yeah, might have heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> kind of a big name when it comes to directing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was, uh, how old was I? 13 when these came out. Well, and I just, I just remember, yeah, right. I just remember these commercials. Uh, I remember where I was when I watched them, and I remember these commercials, and they were just, it was such an awesome idea, and again, controversial, because they these puppets were appealing to kids, which it did, um, but I, I just loved them, I loved the concept, these these frogs are on lily pads, and they're all saying Bud, Wise, and Er, until they put it together to make the name, and uh, then it, it comes out, and they're reading a neon sign on a bar. Oh, that's um, awesome. It's such a great commercial, but just like I said, Budweiser does. They ran it into the ground, and then they came out with these lizards, and it was terrible. And then there was a Super Bowl a few years back that they brought the frogs back to basically end the lizard commercials because those were just awful. Right. Um, but the the initial ones, and even the next Super Bowl, they still kept it going, and they were still great because it was just a great concept, and everybody really loved it. I loved it. But the, the initial Budweiser commercial is, to me, it's legendary. That's one of my favorite commercials of all time. Yeah. And if you can try to think back then, because obviously right when you hear Bud, you know, you think, I mean, you think you already know what they're going to say. But you try to think back to the first time you're, wa- you're sitting and watching that commercial during the Super Bowl, you're like, okay, this, this frog is just ribbiting. It's just making its noise. You have no idea it's a Budweiser commercial. You have no idea. Yep. And suddenly you hear another one saying, you know, wise, why? And, and the reveal is great. It's like yeah. watching those movies where, like, like we were talking about. Our movie, I'm trying. I'm not going to compare this to Usual Suspects. I'm, gonna, but like, it's like you know when you finally get that reveal, it's never the same again. You know, but it's still a great movie, great commercial. So it's. Uh, I just love. I loved it. I thought this was great. Um, I had. I actually had some notes on this because I it, literally I put Bud Bowl on instead of this one. That's the only reason I left this one off. But um, the reason there was those lizards. Is course of controversy because people thought, uh, you know, kids like frogs. <laughs> and they don't like lizards. So that's where the lizards sure. came in and that stuff. And it was, yeah, you're right. It was ran to the ground and it was horrible. But, uh, oh, good stuff. More, parod- more parody and pop culture with it. Of course, the Simpsons, they do. They parody everything. Um, in the sh- episode, the Springfield Fly, or uh, the Springfield Let's try that again. Three, two, one. Uh, the Springfield Files. The three frogs uh, say their names and then are eaten by a crocodile, which which the crocodile then growls, coors. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah. There was a – anyone downloading screensavers lately? Because I don't think anyone is anymore. But there was a hoax. <laughs> but if you download a screensaver of the frogs, it destroyed your computer? <laughs> oh, I never heard that. Yeah, that's a it's a virus hoax, hoax that exists out there. Um, and then you know they complain about <clears throat> it gearing towards kids. Well, in the 1997 direct-to-video film Casper, a spirited beginning, the the f- ghosts of the frogs are in that movie, and they're saying um, there's a different scene, but they say bulldozer instead of Budweiser. <laughs> um, but it's like no one complained about that. 
<laughs> you know, like <laughs> that being a direct-to-video kids movie. But whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so. Uh, good stuff, Jim. I love the Budweiser frogs. They were everywhere. You could, you, there were so many rednecks with Budweiser frog shirts on and stuff. Remember that? Yep. yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. Yep. That's right. Oh, uh, good stuff. Budweiser kills it with the Super Bowl commercials. They're they're all over the place. Yeah. I mean, they're so far. I've had three Budweiser commercials right. out of four. So yeah. And I yeah. I literally could have done probably the same thing. I just chose. Well, I'm just gonna choose one. <laughs> You know, out of the, but uh, I probably could have just done five Budweiser commercials. Let's just do that. Let's yeah. let's start the show over, and uh, well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, my number two is not a Budweiser commercial. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. No, I'm just kidding. Um, my number four or two, I'm sorry, is a Pepsi commercial, and it's not your typical Pepsi commercial. It's uh, it came out in nineteen or two thousand eight, and it's uh, entitled Enable, and um. It is a all silent commercial because it is geared to and to raise awareness to the deaf community in um, in the world. And I don't know if you remember this commercial, Jim. This is a great commercial. Um, it's these two guys. I think so. Yeah, these two guys are driving down the street, and the only time you see Pepsi is the guy takes a sip of a Pepsi out of a bottle and he puts it back down in, his, in the console. They're driving in the car in the neighborhood, and he, the guy stops. And then it's all through sign language. Of course, there's subtitles for us people who can hear or don't read sign language, I should say. And, uh, and <laughs> sorry. And uh, the guy goes, what are you doing? We're going to be late. And the other guy signs like, no, well, I don't remember which one Bob's house is. And, and he's like, I thought you knew. And then he's like, I thought you knew. And they, they're fighting back and forth. And it's really funny. These two friends are like, you idiot. You forgot you know, the directions. And we're going to miss the kickoff. And he's, he goes, I got an idea. <laughs> And then suddenly he hits the horn, and then of course it parentheses it says honk. You know, it's, it's, it's all si- it's all silent, obviously. And and he hits the horn, and suddenly lights come on in one house, and lights come on in another house, and he keeps honking, he keeps honking. <laughs> and then a dog comes out and it's, it's it's barking, you know. But and then he keeps honking, and then all these lights come on except for one house, and they go, "That's Bob's house," because <laughs> he's also <laughs> deaf. And and he shows up, and then Bob comes out and they come in and bob like sees his neighbors and bob signs i'm sorry to everybody <laughs> and like they go in and enjoy the game it's just such a cool commercial it's funny it's just it's it's uh it's great it does you know it's it it does it what it's supposed to do you know there's people out there who do not have the same um you know everyone has different abilities everyone has different things and so like it's great that they did a commercial like this uh they like i said they they um uh, Pepsi wanted to do this uh, to launch w- awareness for it. Um, they a- actually have many um, employees in the deaf community. The two guys in the car are actually deaf. Um, they, they act- they're not actors. They're actually Pepsi employees, Brian Dowling and Darren Theralt. And um, they, uh, they uh, so they're actually deaf. They, they asked them to be in the commercial. And then the guy who plays Bob is named Clay Broussard, who is not deaf but he's another pepsi employee but he's a huge advocate for um for enable and for american sign language and all that stuff and and so um they asked him to be in it too and it was just really cool i thought it was just such a cool well done commercial no no celebrity cameos no crazy music no anything it was just it was just really well done i suggest everyone to go out there and and see it it's really good but it's called Pepsi. I will look that enabled. up. I don't remember. Yeah, it's it's cool, and of course they were applauded 
of course, by the National Association of the Deaf and all this stuff saying how, how great it was to wear, raise awareness and, and um, of what, you know, the stuff and, and, and shows that they still need, you know, they need stuff too. And, and uh, you know, as far as people forget to donate to stuff like that or to, to remember, um, you know, organizations such as the National Association of the Deaf. Uh, very cool. Very cool stuff. And you can, yeah, you can go online and find them. And then, of course, they did some follow-ups to it as well on their on their um on pepsi.com and stuff but yeah it's cool i i just think it's a really really fun one so all right anything else on that one jim no i will uh i haven't seen it so i will check it out do you know sign language no here do i as you know and i kind of regret not ever learning it i i think it's very important and um i think they do teach a little bit of it um in my son's school and so it's nice that they're teaching sign language along with spanish in 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 schools now so it's like you learn from a a, a early age to learn three different languages so good stuff good stuff all right well that was my number two we're on oh my gosh are we already on our number ones we are sir well do you have some honorable mentions jim uh the one that i i left out was uh excuse me it was a two i think it was a two minute commercial for chrysler the imported in detroit in 2011 okay and this was this was when the auto industry was finally starting to yeah. bounce back um, after the crash, and Detroit was trying to brand itself as uh, not the city that you think it is. And I can relate to that because people think that of Cleveland. Right. Um, I was just side note. I was just you know I've been saying how I like Howard Stern. Yeah. And I was just listening to him last night while I was running some errands. And they were playing an interview he did with Bon Jovi, and Bon Jovi asked him to um, give his induction speech at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in April. And uh, the the Rock and Roll Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction every three years, I think they do it in Cleveland. Every other year, the other two, it's in uh, New York City. Yeah. And the two of them, more so stern than than Bon Jovi, but the two of them were just bitching about having to come to Cleveland. And not understanding why they had to come to Cleveland and how it should be in New York. Don't understand. Why do we have to go there? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is here. Why would it be anywhere else? It should never be anywhere else. Right. It was just so irritating to listen to them bag on it. And like Stern was like, I don't want to fly there. And Bon Jovi's like, well, the airport's right next to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Which is true if you're rich and you fly a private plane. Which, which, you're like, which oh, they yeah, are. These assholes yeah. <laughs> are flying into Cleveland. They're flying a private jet right. to land on the private runway, and then they can walk to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame from there, and they're still bitching about it. It was like it was really disappointing. That is disappointing. I'm, that's, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, so that's my rant. So I can relate to cities like Detroit, who are nice cities and have come back and reinvented themselves. And, and that's one reason I like this movie. And then they're playing uh, Eminem's uh, Lose Yourself the whole time. It was a good nice. good commercial. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Uh, any other honorable mentions? No, what do you got? Um, I have a couple. Uh, um, there was a one with T-Pain. You know how he does that voice? Uh, that, the, yeah. the auto-tune? The auto-tune. Yeah. Uh, there was a Bud Light one with him in it, which is – and at the end, T-Pain's like, pass the guacamole. <laughs> but he's in, his, in that <laughs> voice. I thought that was funny. Um, 
That was a Bud Light one. Another Bud Light one is when they, the, you know, no one does the fist bump anymore, dude. And so they slap each other every time someone sees somebody. Oh, that was good. That was a good one. Um, the E-Trade one with the baby. Remember when that one came oh, out? They, they had a lot man, of those. Man. But the milkaholic yeah. one was like, is, is that girl there, that milkaholic? And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a good um, – there was a Bridgestone Tires one that I loved. Um, and it's the guys drive, the guy in the white, uh, man, the woman are driving through the forest or whatever on the road. And so the, uh, oh, there's a squirrel that runs out to the middle of the road and starts screaming. And then all the animals everywhere just start screaming, it's screaming because they're going to get hit. And then the wife starts screaming. And then the guy just like is all cool and collected. He just like turns because he's got Bridgestone tires and misses the squirrel and everyone's fine. <laughs> it's just, it's just stupid, <laughs> but it's funny. Um, one I think might be might be your number ones. I don't know what I mentioned, but the, the Snickers had a good one when the Snickers had the, the has the campaign like you don't feel like yourself or whatever. Um, oh yeah, when, <laughs> with with uh, what uh, Marilyn Monroe, but it, it's uh uh oh god, what's his name? Uh, oh shoot, the actor. Uh, I'm I'm losing myself here. Uh, Ted Danson. No, yes, yes, no, the dude from. Uh, <laughs> Oh, he's the bad guy in Spider Man, and he's in. Uh... He's. Oh my God. What's his name? Why can't I think of it? You know why? It's because we're recording this way too early, Jim. Way too early. Way too early. Uh, he's in. Uh, he's the cop in uh, in Boondog Saints. And uh, he's. Uh... Oh, Willem Dafoe? Thank you. My God. I'm sorry. Anyway, Willem Dafoe, and he's dressed as Marilyn Monroe with the dress blowing up over the grate. <laughs> <laughs> and then they give him the Snickers and it turns into Marilyn Monroe. That one's funny. Sorry, it took us a while to get there. Um, Terry Tate, uh, office linebacker, was hilarious when he would just tackle people in the office. Um, oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, so those are some those are some ones. And, of course, all the, the Clydesdales ones we were mentioning. Uh, but, um, yeah. So on to our number ones, Jim. What, uh, what do you got for your number one? Mine is a 1993 McDonald's commercial. Okay. So I'm assuming it is not yours. It is not, but um, it's the one in my it, honorable mentions that I wasn't going to oh, mention. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> it's called it's called the Showdown. Yeah. And uh, it's Larry Bird and Michael Jordan playing a game of horse yes. for a Big Mac. So great. And, oh my God, it's so good. They're reeling off the the 1992 Dream Team. Uh, this was my childhood, your childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh. I think Bird's shooting around and Jordan pulls out a Big Mac and he's like, play for it. The winner gets to watch, has to watch the other one eat the Big Mac. So they're playing a game of horses. And he's like, no dunking. So it starts off, they're just like shooting the ball over the backboard and doing long shots. And then, then they're up in the rafters of the gym and yeah. off the wall, off the backboard, nothing but net. And they just keep getting bigger and bigger. And it ends with them on the Sears Tower and it's off the expressway, over the river, off the billboard, through the window, off the wall, nothing but net. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger the whole time. It's it's a it's a great commercial. It's two uh, two icons from my childhood, and I I love it. I think we quoted this when we played horse at the time when we were oh, yeah. ten years old playing horse. Yeah, you'd always say nothing but net. You know, off yeah. off the window, off you know my head, nothing but net. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> It's a great commercial. Yes, this was one on my. I left off. It was this was a tough one, and this is on my honorable mention list. That's why I didn't want to say it because I thought this might be your number one. 
such a great. And then of course they had they had more ads later uh, with it. You know, just I think there was one. Didn't they end up in space at one point? <laughs> I don't maybe. Remember. Maybe I don't remember. Maybe it was a maybe. Hey, maybe it was cross marketing with his, Michael Jordan's movie Space Jam. Well, the guy who did this commercial did another one the year before it in the 1992 Super Bowl, and it was a cartoon one with Bugs Bunny and Jordan, and it was the uh, precursor. It's what spawned Space Jam the movie. Wow. It's all coming yeah. together. It's all coming together. Um, this is a great one. I, You know, <clears throat> again, we all, you and I obviously look fondly back on our childhood, <laughs> but um, I'm not the biggest NBA fan now. You know, like I, I, no, like, I like our Minnesota team. It's fun to watch. I like going to an NBA game. They're a lot of fun. But I'm not going to sit down and watch it and stuff like that. But uh, this was like Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson. That 92, 93 basketball, that was must-see TV. Like, it was awesome. The Dream Team stuff. Excuse me. Absolutely great. So this was uh, this one's great. This is a good memory burn, Jim. This one's definitely burned in my head. Uh, I like it. Good job. Anything else? Thank you. No, that's it. What uh, what do you got? What's your favorite of all time? Well, my number one, it might, you know, it, it might put people back a little bit. Like, really, that one? But, yeah, it's just because I love, <laughs> I talk about it all the time. It still makes me laugh. It's from 2008. It's actually a Jeep Liberty commercial called Wild Animals. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's stupid, and I love it. It's a guy driving through the countryside. Uh, similar to that Bridgestone commercial, um, but you know the guy's driving to, and suddenly a squirrel jumps into the car because he, he it's a very nice day. He's got the sunroof open, he's got the windows down. A squirrel jumps in the car, and the guy's like, "Oh," <laughs> he kind of gets confused, like, uh, "I'm gonna get attacked by the squirrel." He's driving, and then suddenly the squirrel starts singing, <laughs> singing the song "Rock Me Gently" by Andy Kim, and he's like, "Rock me gently, rock me slowly," and then the guy like kind of like joins in so now the two are singing together kind of dancing and, and suddenly two birds come in through the sunroof and then you have these beautiful women's voices and 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 they're singing too and, and so now they're all just happy driving to the countryside singing rock me gently and suddenly a wolf flies in jumps in to the to the sunroof and act in into the, his mouth one of the birds goes and everyone's like like um and then he coughs it up and he's like baby baby rock me gently rock me slowly it's just and then they all start singing again it's just hilarious it's i don't know some people are like that's not that great i think it's great it's absolutely funny look it up jeep liberty uh wild animals commercial it's funny it's absolutely great it's uh i don't know they i I got nothing else on it that i just i love it it's one of those that's just (laughs) burned in my head it's it's great. I still think it's one of the best commercials, especially in the modern era of the Super Bowl that I've seen. So, good stuff. That's a good pay. It's a funny commercial. It is a good commercial. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I totally forgot about it until you said it. <laughs> it's the face on that wolf. It's just hilarious. And then the guy is so the guy driving is so confused that this is actually happening, but he's letting this happen. Like I'm gonna yeah. sing with these animals. We're hanging out, and it's just <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, good stuff. Uh, real, one uh, only, There was no information on it online, really. But uh, the song Rock Me Gently, like I said, was <laughs> by Andy Kim, uh, was a, bill, a Billboard number one hit in 1974. So there you go. I did, that's the only thing I got on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff, Jim. This was fun. I liked it. These commercials were fun. I, I, I don't know. I'm sure you did, too. I went on YouTube and, and watched a bunch of them or 
and look and and uh, there's a lot of good commercials over the years there's some there's a lot of duds too and uh yeah but uh again when you're spending 5.1 million dollars per the spot i don't know how much more money you can spend to make the ad but whatever <laughs> so um i uh, yeah, i can't remember a good one honestly in the last probably three or four years one that stands out yeah yeah like that one from the that one that uh, 2014 i mentioned with the the 80s called one that's one of my favorite and that just just tickled my nostalgic bone really is really why i like it so much but um there really hasn't been that great of ones and there and people are gonna argue with us yeah this one is great i'm like yeah sure but whatever um <clears throat> I, most people you know they they love to say oh we watched the super bowl just for the ads and it's like yeah i get it you know but i actually do watch it for the game <laughs> so yeah. um one one thing I wanted to say real quick uh, is that our um, we have a lot of listeners in Canada and other countries. Um, and we we know like a lot of these ads, you guys in other countries don't get to see them, um, so we apologize. But you can always find them on YouTube and stuff like that. And um, up until last year, I believe Canada would, didn't wasn't allowed to see the U.S. ads because of they have some they had some regulations on um, they had to show Canadian stuff. And, and uh, oh. there's, there's a whole article article on it, but now they're they are allowed to see because they pay like getting Fox for them or CBS or something. They pay it like we pay for cable channels, so like it's like that stuff. So anyway, look it up. But they they are now allowed to see see our the broadcast game the, the way we see it. So I think that's kind of cool. But all right, Jim. Well, what should we what should we do next week? Well, uh, because you know we did our favorite beer episode, and because. I drink a lot between like October and the and New Year's when it comes to beer, all the seasonal stuff. Yeah. But I won't really drink beer now until I can sit down on the patio, which in Cleveland is going to be like mid-May if right. I'm lucky. Right. So not that I don't drink. I just switch over to like hard alcohol. So I think we should do our favorite brands of liquor, whether it's like I'll just say you can do like a Captain Morgan or you can do like a Jack Daniels neither of those would be on my list but that's what I'm saying is like a brand name your favorite brands of liquor I like that I like so you can't you can't just say whiskey or vodka you gotta have like a type no. of whiskey or vodka I, I exactly. think that's good I think we've we've had people ask that before I think too like you should do um your 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 favorite liquors and stuff because we've been doing so much beers and uh, I like that let's do that um and now they'll, they'll go good because um uh you know it's it's like i said it's the dead of winter here <laughs> so that's what i'm doing anyway this'll, no i'm kidding this will be good i actually just bought and i don't have it yet because it's being shipped on amazon but uh a whiskey barrel to age my own whiskeys and bourbon nice nice yeah i'm really excited about it nice and i already know my number one which is great oh me too so i probably is, know my five off the top of my head so i can't wait to get uh studying if you know what i mean <laughs> We're going to be really hammered next week. Let's get ripped. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, this is good. Uh, let's, uh, let's let everyone go out here. Where can everyone find us and hear us? Uh, the uh, Whatever social media you use to stalk people you used to know, we're mm-hmm. on that at Tom and Jim's Top 5. What do you mean? You, I, you only know his first name? I can find him on Facebook. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on those. Uh, and then, of course, you can email us at Tom and Jim's top five at gmail.com and bot we're on podbean stitcher google play uh, itunes all those fun places uh i'm ready i'm ready to go jim jim we're this is a we're recording this in the morning you can get go get the start of your day how's that sound uh, i'm gonna go to work oh, sorry <laughs> well enjoy it <laughs> all, right. all right i'll call you five minutes at work 
Please do, actually. Will do. I will welcome that phone call. Yay! And baby.